Hello, hello. This is the debate episode of the Tiger Crisis podcast following uh, Tiger King, the Netflix documentary that features Joe Exotic and uh, a slew of other characters. Uh, here's the big debate. Um, what would it take for you as an individual to marry someone that you weren't attracted to? Case in point, Joe Exotic polygamously marries uh, John Finley and this... Um, and this other gigantic man whose name is escaping me, Travis. He marries Travis and John Finley. I don't know why we always know uh, John Finley's last name and we never know Travis's. But um, he marries these two characters. And then we find out in episode uh, five that um, neither of these guys are gay. Uh so that's the big debate. What would it take for you to marry somebody that you're not attracted to? Uh, what I think is actually out of control and real is that I think I think a lot of people are doing this already. I think people marry people they're not attracted to on a regular basis because of other needs that that are being met. Uh, if you if your lover is your best friend, but he's not the best at sex, I see that marriage happening all the time. I see people that don't have a passionate connection, but somehow have figured out how to pay the bills and raise a family. So those are all aspects of why people get together and. Those are just good enough reasons for me as like whatever Joe and his and his buddies got going on. Um, basically, if you got to like jerk off onto Joe Exotic every once in a while, but you get to play with tigers and live for free and get free meth. That seems like a fair deal. You know, I think I've been in relationships that have less uh benefits than that in my life you know I've been in situations that that I'm offering less of a benefit to my partner so that's that's pretty good if you're a meth head um it it, it really maybe doesn't matter I mean that is the old adage right that is the old joke that is the old wives tale that is the old uh thing that we've hang what we're hanging on to on, on a real scale that is if you do drugs you will suck a dick for those drugs and that plays itself out in a very real way in the Tiger King documentary. Uh, basic, and we don't know. We don't know how far it goes. Nobody really ever says whether or not uh, sodomy is illegal in Oklahoma. But Joe says it himself that he falls in love with straight dudes, and that's his own fault. But maybe there's something to this. Maybe, uh, maybe just having a tiger. When I first set out and uh, started watching this documentary, I realized that the big like unifying factor for everybody who owns tigers is that they basically get to have the type of sex that they want. And I think maybe that's the best catch for anybody. Uh, women, men, all of the people that own tigers are somehow finding their way into the perfect relationships for their lives. Uh, Doc Antle has got a situation where he's got a harem of women. He could say that he doesn't, whatever, this and that. But he's got all these women hanging around the place and uh, and he gets them at 16 and supposedly takes their virginity. That's in the deck. I'm not I'm not speculating. This is a girl who says that this guy gets bonded like Avatar to his uh, to his employees and they fall in love with him forever. And that doesn't seem that far fetched. Joe over here in Oklahoma figured out that if you get meth and Walmart meat, that you can get any hot guy to blow you. And that's pretty cool. Um, so we offer some meat and bears and wolves and tigers. I mean, that's what we're all out here doing anyway. That pretty much is the basis of capitalism is capitalism 
is the accumulation of things that you need to get laid. If you don't need those things to get laid, then good for you, man. You can like live in a tent and like have girls come over or guys come over and that's who you are. You're just hot guy living in a tent. But the rest of us, you know, we got to buy cars and have houses and jobs and jean jackets and tigers. And that's how we get people to fall in love with us is that they can hang out with our tigers. I'll be honest. I, if, if I was in a room full of a dude or with a dude and a bunch of tigers, a bunch of uh, like baby tigers, I might be confused for a little bit. Like if he took his shirt off and we were just playing with the tigers rolling around, I might not really be sure what's going on. I know for sure that if I was in a room full of tigers and women, I would be turned on. So I don't know what happens if I'm in a room full of tigers, powerful beasts wielded by this man, uh, whether or not that uh, would, would maybe swing me the other way for a little bit. And if I if on top of that I had a meth problem, I mean, we're pretty close. You could pretty much buy me right now with a ribeye and some sweet potatoes. And that's me as like a well-adjusted individual. If I had a meth t teeth problem and no place to live and you were going to offer me a place and a lion and a liger, I think I think he's right in the line where he needs to be. Even Carol Baskin, Carol, uh, Carol's side pussy, her tiger pussy, all the things that she has are good enough to bring this Baskin character in that she basically dangles around like a marionette. And she, you know, in all aspects of discussion makes it seem like she is capable of murder and this guy still is interested in marrying her and being her little, uh, her little minion. So... It really is. Something about having a tiger is enough for all the sexes. And I wonder. I wonder if it is more uh, enticing for men to be around tigers for the, the sake of power. Because it is. If you look at this documentary, more, more than not, it is, it is men being enticed to be involved with these tigers. So there's something about it. So really, what is it? What would it take? What would it take for you to be in a relationship uh, where you weren't attracted to somebody? I think, you know, I've seen people married for 50, 60 years. They don't exude a sexual chemistry that makes me feel like they're going home and getting dirty. You know, it's very rare. As a comedian, I perform in front of hundreds of people per night. Now, during the coronavirus, I perform in front of zero people per night. But you can tell the sexual couples in the room and they are few and far in between. And most times they're not people that have been together for 30 years, 40 years, 60 years. So the prospect of being married to someone who you're not attracted to is very real. Uh, it's very much something that we all can relate to. Even in my late 30s, I've been in relationships that were not like burning the sheets apart. And they were good relationships. So there is something to be said for marrying somebody for the convenience of tigers and meth. Uh, so hats off to Joe Exotic, who married two straight guys. Um, and actually, and maybe a third straight guy. We don't actually know the, the, the final. We don't know the story with the final guy. That sort of story hasn't broke. But uh, what do you guys think? Would you be able to marry somebody that you're not attracted to? Are you married to somebody that you're not attracted to? Email me, dan at tigercrisis.com. We'll talk about it. Uh, I want to address uh, an email that I got a couple weeks ago. It's uh, It's been hard for me to, to deal with the pressure of the email. It was about uh, someone sending a personal story that related to some of the murder stuff. So we'll get to that separately at another time. But please send me your emails. Uh, send me your thoughts. Send me uh, the fact that you guys are appreciating what we're doing.
Um, again, apologies for not putting out episodes in the timely fashion last week. I had a medical emergency, not a coronavirus emergency, but I ended up in the emergency room. I am now better and safe. Thank you for your concern or not. Um, but thank you guys for listening and watching. Check out our stuff on YouTube or on Anchor app where you can make your own podcast for basically free. Thank you guys for being a part of the Tiger Crisis uh, catastrophe, whatever you want to call this.